Welcome to the latest podcast episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon with your hosts, Mistresses Mia and Honey. Let me tell y'all something. So I had this photo on my phone that I took on my way out of the dungeon one day about a month or so ago. The photo is of a one of those Rubbermaid lids of those big storage containers. And the lid says in big black Sharpie, Breeze box of whore clothes. And I knew I was throwing this out in the dumpster and I just, you know, how do you not get a picture of something that says Breeze box of whore clothes? And how do you not want to talk about somebody who even has a dedicated box of whore clothes? (laughs) (coughs) So I thought that today would be a good day to talk about our friend Bree. Bree, if you've got if you've been a uh, religious listener listener of this podcast, you've heard some interesting stories surrounding Bree. She has been a regular featured um, subject on, on different topics and different fetishes because she is simply around to to help out with a lot of these things. And it just seems only right that we have an episode dedicated to the best stories with Brie. Now, Mistress Mia, one of my favorite stories involving Brie also involved another submissive and a trip down to quote-unquote gay beach. (laughs) Yes. So we have a lovely little beach here and um, unfortunately I think the city makes it a little more seedy shall we say, because mm-hmm. they actually take, and um, it used to be where the old railroad used to run through, and the railroad still runs through, however, there used to be like a little um, uh, pickup stop area back in, I, I would assume, like the 40s, 50s, but mm-hmm. that has been since closed. Oh, so there was a station there. There was a small, like, little substation. Okay. Yeah, pretty interesting. Um, however, <laughs> people go there... And they wait on their lunch break. You know, if it's at night, they'll leave their headlights on as an indication that they want to get their dick sucked. That's not a bad arrangement, I don't think. (laughs) I didn't think so. Um, (laughs) Nice and understated. I can spread that. So, needless to say, uh, Bree and I went down there to meet one of our friends. And he is a true sub... Uh, sissy. He always wears like multiple uh, leotards and pantyhose. He's huge into pantyhose. Mm-hmm. Huge diaper fetish. He's kind of like an all over. Uh, we've done to where he has consumed so much water that he has to urinate to make himself suffer, but he wears a diaper. And then, you know, it's like we play one of those little games. Are you going to pee yet? Are you going to pee yet? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, is, is the diaper some kind of like humiliation tactic oh, as well? Did you, like, did you wet your fucking diaper? Yeah, it was, baby. It's, it's a huge fetish for him. He Love loves it. the humiliation of it. In fact, he had wrote me the other day, and he's like, "Mistress, I've got a great idea. We can do this, this, and this with my diaper." And da 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 da. And what's really funny is when he wears the pantyhose, he actually cuts out a hole just for his genitals. And, you know, I always say... I think I saw that. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> What's really funny is I think that the um, the cross-dressers, it's like their true p- punishment to actually have 
these huge cocks to hide. Yes. You know, so it's like... I have never met a cross-dresser with a small dick. Never. Never. Mm. (laughs) No. So, needless to say, this guy has got this beautiful penis. Uh, I mean, it's a good eight, nine inches, you know, circumference, perfect. I mean, just huge... Just a beautiful cock. But he has, like, he doesn't even care about it. You know, he's like, I'm going to tuck this all the way in there. He's like, sometimes mm-hmm. I tuck it as much as I can under me. I was like, so you don't mind sitting on your balls? No, I don't mind. You. <laughs> well, as far as I remember, he didn't mind his balls stomped on me. So, <laughs> so needless to say. <laughs> so funny. So, needless to say, we went down and... um we parked in this little uh, little grassy dirt area, and you pretty much have to walk up this little hill, cross over the railroad tracks, mm-hmm. go down to find this little trail, and it leads off into the woods. So it's very seedy, you know? <laughs> so here Bree and I are both dressed in latex. I mean, it's 80 degrees outside. She, oh, my god! Yeah, she's in three-inch heels minimum. And um, I'm like, my God, the shit we do, you know? Yes. Just walking around this secluded wooded beach area in latex. Well, you know, the thing of it is, it's not secluded. It just looks secluded from the actual roadside. But there's like 10, 15 cars always parked there at lunch. You know what? You're right. And I've only ever driven past it. So it does look secluded when you're driving by. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's cars there and you're thinking, oh, they're carpooling. No, they're not. These people are coming on their lunch break to go get their, their rocks off. You know, so because <laughs> it's really it's hilarious because when you're walking through this wooded area, I mean, it's, you know, it's high um, like bamboo and mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. Oh, well, I have to go back and tell you about a bamboo story because I had a I had one of my good friends, Mr. Wendy, mm-hmm. uh, go and get me bamboo. And that was, you know, because he would get me fresh bamboo for the parties oh, so we could meet people with fresh bamboo. Oh. So he goes down to this wooded area mm-hmm. to get... <laughs> to get bamboo switches for yes. the parties. So, so that's a ladder story because oh, okay. I'm going to tell you what I made okay, him do one time. Listeners, you just, if you know, remind us later, that's going to be in the next uh, Mia's Parties episode. <laughs> We're going to talk about them bamboo switches. <laughs> <laughs> so, needless to say, um, we we went down and we're, we found this trail. And so we kind of trailed off. And I remember seeing this guy sitting on a log. And he's just sitting there getting his, his dick sucked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Bree's... <laughs> Despite her lifestyle, she's extremely modest and she's extremely like embarrassed easily quickly kind of deal. Uh-huh. And so she sees them and she's like, oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. And I'm like, why, why are you fucking apologizing to these people? They're the, one, they're the ones out in the open. <laughs> like, yeah. Granted, they're hidden behind these trees and this brush and everything else. But I'm like, oh, hey, hey, guys, how you doing? You know, mm-hmm. uh, how's the taste down there? <laughs> right? So um, we all know I like to say interesting things. You do, right? <laughs> so, so needless to say, we go down this one trail and we're still waiting to find the beach because ultimately you go down and you end up on the beach. So I have a, a question right now. Yeah. Um, 
you're talking about you and Bree in the latex. Is yeah. the other submissive with you at this point as you're looking for the beach? No, no. We're going down to the beach to meet him. Okay. So he's already there. He's already there. Okay. So we went down another trail, you know, and again, we're seeing two guys, another two guys, literally fuck between these bamboo stalks. Like, you know, there's spiders, there's, <laughs> it's wet, and I'm thinking, my God, the things that you'll do to get your, your nuts sucked, you know? Or, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know? It's like, okay, this is great. So, anywho, so Bree and I found the beach, and um, I text my friend, and I was like, hey, where are you at? You know, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, I'm down here. And so when we found him, I said, well, where's your bull? And he's like, well... I put him out on Craigslist, and he's supposed to meet me here. He's supposed to be wearing a red ball cap. I'm like, okay. And he's like, you know, mistress, the problem is I forgot condoms. And I said, well, you know, that sounds like a personal problem. Mm-hmm. You know? You gotta be, you're the, you are the one responsible for your safety. That's it, you know? And I was like, you know, the blowjob is a blowjob. I said, but, you know, I guess you're not getting fucked today. Mm. And he's like, well... No, I guess not. And I'm like, well, you're an idiot. (laughs) Not the first time we've said that. (laughs) And you know, he listens to this podcast. So I'm going to say, I still love you. I still love you. But in fact, honey loves you too. We love you very much. And I cannot wait to see you again. I don't know what your next idea is, but I hope I'm a part of it. (laughs) But he thinks with his big, beautiful cock is the point. Of course. So anyway, so we get down to the beach, we see him, and um, he says, oh, I think that's him. He's wearing a, a red ball cap. Well, this this guy, he starts approaching us, and he looks to be in his louder 50s, and I said, oh, is your name such and such? And he's like, no. I said, oh, okay. Well, we're looking for someone else with a red ball cap. I said, hey, uh, uh, my friend's getting ready to get his dicks up. Do you want to come watch? And mm-hmm. he's like... Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Bree's like, I can't believe you're you're asking strangers if they'll come and watch this guy suck a dick. It's a perfectly reasonable request, right? Especially for where you are. <laughs> I said, Bree, we're on Gay Beach. Hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> so, needless to say, um, <laughs> needless to say, we we eventually find the guy, and um, he comes up, and you know, he's this attractive. Um, uh, black male and he's like oh are you you know my little sissy and I said oh yeah this is your little sissy I said I'm his mistress and um and this is my sub Brie and he's like oh well, who's gonna suck my cock then I said well we're gonna let him go for it first and see how it goes yeah. and so needless to say my uh my little sissy gets down and you know starts sucking his cock and and he's sucking it like he would suck an oyster from a shell. Yeah. <laughs> Love yep. your sound effect there. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what it sounds when somebody's sucking an oyster out the shell. Because <laughs> we do have listeners all over the world. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and yes, speaking of listeners, I will say this. We appreciate everyone listening to the podcast because, as I was telling Honey, um, we have reached over 40 countries. Um, There's been over a 1,000 listens for just the uh, seven actual episodes that we have. So, I mean, that in itself is impressive. Oh, yes. 
So, and we're just happy that our lives is as entertaining to you as it is to us. Yes. And I keep convincing honey, we're going to have to put out a third episode weekly. And she kind of looked at me like, you're fucking nuts. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, come on, honey, we got the stories. We've got the stories. We can. Can we wait till after buns, butts, wieners, and dongs? Yes. Okay. After our next party, friends. Okay. We will. We will. And then we're going to have three episodes a week. Yes. I promise. Okay, so anywho, so he's sucking the oyster, and (laughs) we don't even need a sound effects machine, honestly. No, you got me. (laughs) And I said, little sissy, I said, what the fuck are you doing? I said, do you really think that someone sucks cock like that? I mean, you're supposed to lick it. You're supposed to use your hand a little bit if you want it. And I honestly expect a man to know how to suck dick. Well, you know how often I've heard people say, oh, well, you know, men like, you know, they suck better cock than most women. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no. Obviously not if they're sucking like a damn oyster. Yeah. I said, obviously you haven't been around around the white, uh, the right woman. Yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, women give better, you know, cunnilingus than men. Well, you know, I know I do. (laughs) I know I do, too. Exactly. So, (laughs) I I think maybe they're one of the few. Well, I just... Two of the few. I guess I figure that, you know, a woman knows what a woman wants, and so a woman's going to do exactly to another woman as she would want to feel. I I just would expect the same out of men, but again... You would think. You're dumb. Right? Well, and you know, I think their concept is they want to just put the whole dick in their mouth and suck as hard as they can, like a vacuum. And so, you know, it it is what it is. You know what? That just means that all they want for their own dicks is to just make somebody choke. Oh, they love to get choked. I mean, I... I get that, but that's not supposed to be the whole thing. I wouldn't think so. I mean, that's know. a great part of it. That can be a great part of it. I mean, yeah, and anybody sure. can go, go, Yeah. But every I mean, man's different. But like, gosh, the best <laughs> head. You gotta do. Gotta throw some zigs and zags in there. <laughs> well, Anyways, man, so. I hope you're fucking listening. <laughs> How much work we put into this shit. So, so he's sucking cock, and mm. I said, okay, this is not working. Because he looked, you know, the, the bull looked at me, and he's like, yeah. He's like, this isn't good. And I said, Bree, get over here. Get on your knees. Suck this guy's cock. Show him how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> and the little sissy, I mean, he didn't even suck cock for maybe three, four minutes. Oh. And the guy was going flaccid. He's like, I'm not feeling it. Uh-huh. And so, of course, Bree, she's like, dick, so- <laughs> dick sucker bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> 2000. Right. <laughs> so she goes down. Of course, she sucks this guy off. And, you know, I mean, it was great. She finished him in, in less than three minutes. He came in her mouth. And, you know, mm. we're all like, oh, yeah, this is so hot. This is fun. Question. Yeah. Did Brie swallow? Oh, yeah. That's a champ. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> fucking takes all of that. She loves it. <laughs> That's 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 a champ. Strange strange semen in your mouth. Go for it. Right. <laughs> I thought it was fun. When you know it was great. So that was a, a great day at Gay Beach. Nice. So um so I asked little sissy. I said so what's the next adventure? And he said well I want to go to the nude beach. And I said well different day. We'll we'll try it out. And we did. And that was an event all on its own. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So we went, we went at another time, we went down to the nude beach Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, this was 
when we went to the gay beach, it was 80 degrees out. So it was, you know, spring, not quite summer. Um, and when we ended up going to the nude beach, it was already fall. And I said to him, I said, you know, there's not going to be people out there. You know, mm-hmm. there's just not. And um, needless to say, we went there and there was not even a handful of people out there. And, and I what said, what time of day was this? This was um, this was afternoon, but it was it was cool, you know. And nobody is out on the beach when it's cold, you yeah. know, especially with the wind blowing. So we were out there, and um, you know, there's snowbirds and that kind of thing. And I was just like, you know, really not a lot of people are out there even nude. There was only you know three four people that were nude. Anyway, I said, Sissy, this is not going to work. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nobody wants to get a nut when it's you know fucking sixty five degrees out here. Yeah. So uh, we started heading back because he rode with us, and um, we're headed up, and needless to say, on the side of the road, there was a, an older gentleman, and I said, why don't you ask him, you know? I said, he's just walking, you know, walking about, and of course he refused, and I was like, mm. you know, we waste our time coming out here, and it's like, come on! Come on, we're offering here. We're offering! you got to ask people, you yeah. know? They'd be flattered. <laughs> Can I suck your dick, older man? You know? But uh, we've had some great times with him. He's absolutely one of my favorite people to be around. Um, he gifted me a, uh, a straight jacket. Oh, wonderful. And, you know, he's just a kind, absolutely wonderful, oh, well, wonderful I mean, person. I loved the time I had him chained up in my house. I mean, that was that was a fun day. Oh, I'm sure. That was a, that was a really fun day. He, sure. he took everything like a champ. He did. He's not... He doesn't... One thing about this friend that I that I really love is that he stays in it. Oh, he stay, absolutely. He stays in scene. He never breaks the scene. He never complains. Absolutely. Even even if he's uncomfortable, he, like because I mean I had I had him like on the ground for three hours, and when he was uncomfortable, his the first thing he said was, "Mistress, can I speak?" Every time, never. Yeah. I my back hurts. I need to move. Not nothing like that. Nothing he was, like that. He no. doesn't have a bratty bone in his body. Not at all. And it just makes him just such a pleasure to to spend time with. Absolutely. And that's why I was serious. My friend, I cannot wait to see you again. You know, he came over one day, and um, I should say early evening, mm-hmm. and, you know, he had asked me before if we could do another type of, you know, kidnapping, something, you know, against mm-hmm. his will. And uh, I said, okay, well, you know what? Give us a couple hours. I want you to come back in that whole mindset. Yeah. And I had just moved into um, a recent house, and I said, you know, I'll make sure every, all the lights are off, you know, make it really scary. And so he came around to my back door, so he had to walk through the fence, you know, everything was pitch black. Mm. And um, Oh, yeah, it's real dark. It, it is, when the lights are <laughs> on, the lights you know. off, yeah. You can, I mean, it's in the woods, yeah, you, you know. Yeah, you fall. You can trip and fall, <laughs> fall right in the hole and not even know it. So, so he came around back, and we snuck out in the dark from the darkness and put a bag over his head. Oh, my gosh. And immediately brought him inside, cuffed him, and we had him get on his knees. And I had one dom here, and she berated him so much that he started crying. Like, he was so into the mindset oh, wow. of being kidnapped. I mean, it was it was incredible. It was a great scene. It's like art. It's oh, like yeah, a that's... fucking work of art, doing something <laughs> like that when you enjoy it so much. Oh, that's, that's why we love men like that. 
Now, again with Brie, uh, let's see. I have something here about a story involving both Brie and our friend Gemini. I have golden shower slash brown shower because you know we always wind up talking about poop on this podcast friends <laughs> it cannot be avoided it cannot so it's... let's talk about this <laughs> brown shower slash golden shower with brie and gemini it's a shitty business right <laughs> <laughs> okay. that's for damn sure now we're gonna have gemini in here in a few days yes. and we're gonna do the podcast with her and you all are absolutely going to love Gemini. Absolutely. She is a beautiful brunette. Um, she is just absolutely wonderful. She's 5'3 um, and about 130 pounds. And she's just awesome. Oh, yes. Absolutely awesome. Um, I've seen her use a strap-on before. And she will get a hold of a strap-on. There's so many good stories that is going to come out of her mouth when mm-hmm. she starts talking about it. But when she does that strap on, she has this little laugh and she's like, <laughs> ah! like, like she sounds like a little porpoise doing it. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it is hilarious. She loves using a fucking strap on. So, so she came over one day and um, she's like, Mia, you know, I had already told her. I said, this guy wants brown shower. And she's like, well, I really have to go now. I said, well, you know, go ahead and save it. Okay, you know I have to ask the question. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Is a brown shower anything different than toilet training? Well, this is the way most people view the whole concept of toilet training. And that is... When people say toilet training, they want their head to be under a toilet seat slash whatever's, you know, mm-hmm. BDSM. Like a, the, the queening chairs exactly. and the queening stools. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I knew a lot of listeners, they might not know that technical term, but that's yeah. what it is. And so... So, yeah, so that's queening, Q-U-E-E-N-I-N-G. You can search for queening stools and queening chairs, even on Amazon. Yeah, absolutely. So if that is your interest, that's where you can look. Absolutely. So, um, so anywho, toilet training, they would actually, we'd use the toilet, um, the queening chair, and we would just proceed to make them swallow whatever we had, mm-hmm. you know, consume it. Um, now, again, you know, there's a few and far between that people, you know, do it. They talk about it. People mm-hmm. can be a lot of talk about it. And, you know, I think these subs in general, when they think about the worst possible scenario of humiliation, they'll immediately say, oh, I want you to use me as a toilet. And it's like, yeah, okay. But really? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, <clears throat> so, anywho, so when we do those types of scenes... Mm-hmm. It's just smelly business. So we do it outside. Okay. So, I, and so with my question, is a brown shower, uh, is, is a brown shower, does, does that involve, you know, being a toilet, like having your mouth be a toilet, or does it mean you're getting feces just on the rest of you? I think in general, I think when they say brown shower, mm-hmm. specifically a lot of them can be very specific as to where they want the feces. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I've heard people say, you know, just put it all on me, like we talked about in a previous yes. podcast. You know, I'm imagining yeah. the guy with the turd in his hair yeah. at the Circle K. Exactly. 
So head to feet. It's literally <laughs> a shower, right? Yes, yes. But then there's some some people that only want, you know, the shower actually on their genitals or on their face. Okay. You know, versus toilet training, they actually consume it. Yeah. Okay, so you got you got Gemini here. Mm-hmm. She needs to go now. Yeah, she needs to go now. So I told her, I said, well, go ahead and put it in a Tupperware dish and bring it with you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you think he's going to care? And I'm like, look, I'm like, you're disease-free. It's not going to matter. You know, I mean, <laughs> waste is waste again. Um, and I said, he's not going to consume it. So it's not a big deal, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and Bree's one of those people, again, she's modest. You know, she'll let someone lick her asshole, but she's not going to shit on them. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, if anything, we'll uh, we'll just <laughs> use it. We'll <laughs> use it and they'll think it's Brie. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, we'll just play it out and see how it goes. So, again, we have this cross-dresser. He comes over. You know, we dress him up. You know, he wants to be in lace, uh, lace and latex. Lace and latex. Lace and latex. How does yeah. that work? Well, he had this, this little get-up. And it was basically some cute latex panties, and they had, you know, lace trim. Okay. And it was kind of like borderline sissy slash cross-dresser. You know, again, everyone has their uniqueness yeah. about what they like specifically. Mm-hmm. So I happen to have this one latex bra, and it has a bra with um, little openings, and it has, you know, the lace on it and everything mm-hmm. else. So, you know, that's what he wanted. So we dressed him up pantyhose and all and hearing he had you know five inch heels and he was walking around to the pool and um i put the floaty down you know i have to be kind so you wouldn't have to lay on the pavement yes so so he lays on the floaty that's our that's our commitment to not letting you leave with wounds okay so we do try not to wound you when you're here unless you really want it unless that's what you asked for of course if that's what you want, we can do it. But we also want to, you know, guard your 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 modesty. <laughs> so Brie always likes to dress to the nines. Mm-hmm. She had on a, a really lace uh, bone corset. She had a, a really uh, short skirt. She had black thigh highs, five inch heels. You know, I mean, she really, it, it was really a neat outfit. And uh, Gemini comes and she's got short skirt corset they kind of like match in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways and um you know gemini when she's giving it to someone under any circumstances that porpoise laugh comes out like a little (laughs) dolphin i mean it's it's beyond hilarious i mean honestly so um so i got this guy maybe we can get her to do the laugh for us oh she will she will (laughs) i mean we'll have to get her to laugh and be like okay now pretend you're wearing a strap on pretend you're wearing a strap on and you're fucking me from behind (laughs) so so this guy is on the float and you know we're giving him his spankings and whatever he wants you know Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay well i can't go poo but i'll go ahead and pee on you so, you know, I just lift my skirt up. I pee all the way down him, you know, top to bottom. But are and you, like, straddling him and walking up and down Exactly. See, that works exactly. too. You know, just straddle the float. We're good. <laughs> and so, you know, Bree and uh, Jim and I just kind of, like, sit back and watch. And and uh, he um, he's like, you know what? I think I need to be blindfolded. I don't want to get shit in my eyes. <laughs> I'm way ahead of you. We got some goggles for you. That's it. We put some goggles on them. We get those chemistry goggles. (laughs) 
<laughs> I had some nice blackout goggles, oh, nice, too. nice. So he can't really see what's going on either. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I asked him where he wanted the poo. And he's like, well, I want Brie to poo on my face. And I want Gemini mm. to poo on my genitals. And so since Jim and I had already pooed and we already blindfolded this gentleman, I said, you know what? I have to poo. I'll go ahead and poo on his genitals for you. He'll <laughs> think it's Gemini. Not a big deal. Yeah. He's not going to care. And we used the Tupperware and basically poured it on his face. And it's a fucking butter dish. Like country crop. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Tupperware butter bowl. Oh, my God. And- <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. I didn't give you a warning for this one. That's on me. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> if we can get Country Croc to sponsor us. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> it came out like butter, baby. Oh, my God. And um, it, it was absolutely fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know, because we just poured it on him and he's like, oh, yes, you know. Oh, my God. And, um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, invigorating, <laughs> but you know, my favorite part is spraying them off and make them dance and, you know, it, it was quite funny. I love it. Yeah. Now when I, when I urinate on somebody, if I'm doing anything like for the toilet training, I always make them clean me up. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Added humiliation. I just did this for you. You got to you gotta clean this shit up. Right? <laughs> I'm not moving until you clean it. <laughs> um, excuse me. So we have a, another segment on Brie called Brie and the Crossdressers. We've said some story. We've had some stories, but honestly, the story I really want to get to here is involves the phrase I want to rub your button oh my gosh (laughs) well so Brie's been on hormones for six years okay and for those that um, take hormones um, you know when it comes to the HRT Mm -hmm. um, it really alters any type of uh, growth so so to speak in her uh penis and her little testicles because they have shrunk significantly so um she went from you know being six inches to two inches you know um she finds amusing she Mm -hmm. she finds it absolutely amusing and so we we kind of uh tagged a name for her penis and years ago because like i said brie had been my sub for about four years and as a joke i said that's your little button because it literally looks like a little button and she's like oh that's kind of cute I like that so we're doing a session um you know her and I before just her and I and um you know we talked about you know I would say something like you know rub your button that kind Mm -hmm. of thing well we had this friend of ours come in one day um he's a sub and he's I wanted to say probably like 60, 61, 62, early 60s. And he had admitted to his wife, because he's still married, he admitted to his wife, he said when he was in his latter 30s, that um, 
that he cross-dressed. And, of course, you know, she shunned him and, mm-hmm. you know, said it was sick and, you know, he was sick and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, I'll, I just won't do it. Um, and so, needless to say, he still had to have any opportunity to have an outlet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he started coming to see me years ago. It's been, you know, almost 25 years ago he started seeing me. Is so, he still married to this woman? Yeah, he's still married. Yeah, and it's so sad because few and far between, um, he gets to come and actually see me. You know, he's he's retired. He's had you know knee issues and heart issues, and um, you know he's like six three, six four. I mean, he's a big tall guy, and um, with all these health problems, you know, he retired retired early. And so I could just see, you know, he's pretty much a homebody with his wife. So it's not like he can really do anything. Mm-hmm. He literally has to wait usually once every six months for his wife to go on vacation to go see one of their daughters mm-hmm. out of town for him to actually come and see us. Mm-hmm. So he plans for it. And, you know, in the meanwhile, he'll order stuff from Amazon or wherever and he'll have it sent to me. Okay. And then he'll come to see me and, you know, we'll do, we'll do a neat little, uh, you know, scene together. So it usually consists of him wearing a prom dress and that's like his biggest fantasy. He'll, he'll get a prom dress. We'll put makeup on. We, um, we'll put him in a nice wig and, you know, he's got a big bushy mustache, which, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, I'd love to shave it off. He's like, but, you know, my wife tells me, you know, don't shave off your facial hair. You know, you have a baby face, and it just wouldn't look right. So he's always wanted to shave his mustache. You know, it's just so sad. You know, he, and he, he doesn't that. even have autonomy over the way his face like, looks. Exactly. That just bothers me. It really does. And it's just so sad. Yeah. And, you know, I, I guess that's the sub in him that he just takes it, you know, and deals yeah. with it. Um. But, you know, he told me, he's like, you know, I've been married for over 40 years. We're high school sweethearts. You know, she just doesn't understand this. She's not going to. And so he's like, the only vacation that I get to enjoy this is coming to see you. And so, you know, the last um, outfit that he had ordered was this long uh, sleeveless prom dress. And um, Mm -hmm. it was real elegant, very, very formal. And then he had ordered um, these long opera gloves, white opera gloves. And uh, he wears like a size God, 13, 14 shoe. So it's really difficult to try to find any. You mean like in men's? Or? It, yeah, in men's he wears Ooh, that. So yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, so he'd be like a 16 in women. So you can imagine that's not an easy find. Yeah. So um, needless to say, um, so he comes over. And we do the scene together. Well, somewhere in the uh, the whole play, you know, Bree comes in. He loves Bree, as do all cross-dressers. Because, you know, they, they admire her. They want to be her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's just like, um, you know, Bree, I want to see, you know, you know, your panties. What are you wearing? You know, and so Bree, she had on a short skirt again. She had the corset, you know, her She's got several corsets. That's like her main attire when we're doing any type of scene together. Mm-hmm. So um, she has her panties on, and he's like, oh. 
he's like, it looks like you've got a pussy under those panties. <laughs> and she's like, well, I don't have my pussy yet. She's like, I don't know if I'm going to get a pussy. She's like, but I call it my little button. <laughs> She's like, Mia named it. It's my little button now. <laughs> and so the secret is out, you know. Yeah. So um, so here he is dressed in his his uh, his gala gown, I should say. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Bree, come sit on my lap. Let's rub buttons. <laughs> and he has this deep, husky voice. So it's like, let's rub buttons, you know. <laughs> and so I just have that stuck in my mind because... You know, he's not taking his dress off, but he wants Brie to take her skirt off so, uh-huh. you know, he can basically see, you know, the imprint uh-huh. on her panties. And so they basically scissor. Oh, yes. They totally scissor. They totally scissor. And, you know, it's so fun to watch. He just loves it, you know, and, uh, you know, he gets to see her little titties and mm-hmm. she's got little B cups and you know, it, it's just fun. It's just a fun scene. Mm-hmm. It's fun to watch. You know, we take some pictures. You know, I think I have a few actually posted on Fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had him in a pink wig. It's adorable. I love it. It's adorable. It's great. It's a great time. Yeah, I guess we're not going to be looking at buttons the same, are we? You are not going to mm-hmm. look at buttons the same. No. Nope. Not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about Bree and Raven. Oh... I have this cross-dresser, and um, he started coming to see me several years ago, and um, when he met Brie, he was kind of like completely enamored with Brie, like in love with Brie, and um, I call Raven my little bird because he's very frail, he's very fragile Mm -hmm. in every sense of the word, and... um, when we're doing any type of scene, you know, he likes to be domed. Um, he's always like the interaction with, with black males mm-hmm. as well. And um, so usually I would have, you know, black male play with them and, you know, other people that are into the lifestyle. And, you know, the one time that I chose for him to watch Brie in a scene you know, Brie is very submissive. Mm-hmm. And so her to be a dom with me uh, in the dungeon has always been, you know, she's always been very hesitant because we've been in scenes before and she'll say, oh, are you okay? Um, you know, I didn't hurt you, did I? Or, or are these ropes too tight? I'm like, Brie, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you don't talk through the scene. You don't talk through the scene. And if they were uncomfortable, they would give me just, you know, a heads up. Yeah. Hey. You know, mm-hmm. and she's like, I got that worked out. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, I, I just don't want to hurt anybody. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're a dom in here, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so she's always very hesitant to be a dom. So in this situation, uh, little Raven would come over, and they were there that day. And I said, Well, I got a surprise for you. I said, You know, there's a bull that's going to come over and dominate Bree. Mm. And he's like, Well, I don't, I don't know, I. I don't know about watching that. And I said, well, you know, he's he's a black bull. I mean, do you want to participate? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll suck his cock. All and, right, then. And I said, all right, well, mm-hmm. you know, you can do that. And I said, well, what if he wants to fuck you? And he says, well, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> we love playing like that. <laughs> right? You just love playing like it's fun, you know? Let's see, let's see how far this fetish will go. Right? Before you say, 
I don't, I can't, I mean, because when you push these little buttons, when you suggest these things, it really does give the submissive an opportunity to, a safe opportunity to explore yes, more of absolutely. what they might like. Absolutely. And that's why you really want to put your trust in the person who's dominating you, make sure that person's worth their shit, because, I mean... Who knows how far you could go. Oh, a good male dom is so difficult to find. Mm. Because most male doms who I've met locally, mm. they're all about what they can do for themselves in a scene mm. and how it benefits them. You know, and you and I had that discussion. You said, well, you know, when I'm with my sub, yeah. you said Leather Rebel, you are wanting to do what he wants yeah, because you're a giving dom in that aspect. Yeah, it's... A, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a sensual domination, it's a kind domination, and a considerate domination. Now, there are times where he'll purposefully push me to, for, for a little, for, you know, for aggression. a little tease, a little aggression, which, sure. I'll do, which I'll do. I mean, because for me, it is all about, you know, what is he wanting at, that, at this amount of time? How can I help? How can I get him to wear to experience something that he hasn't experienced in a long time. I, part of the reason I, I do go for the more sensual domination, at least with, with Leather Rebel, is that um, I, I know he hadn't had his, his own dominatrix or his, or his own dom in a good long time. And right now I just want him to have as much fun as he can. And so, because he's been relied on in this community to to top others in scenes and, and really doesn't get, really hasn't gotten much opportunity for, um, to experience what he wants because he's a true sexual submissive. Yeah. And so true. right now, you know, we've been together about a month and a half. And so my whole, you know, I always go in every day knowing he hasn't had this experience in so many years. This is what I'm going to give to him. And so, yeah, when we do scenes, it's not about me. When we go to the public dungeon, I mean, I'm not trying to put on a show. I mean, we have our own little corner. We'll go to a little corner, and I will, and I will service him as my sub. And we're not trying to show off. We're not trying to show scars. We're just trying to have some fun, some connection between the two of us, and it's not about showing off for others. It's pleasurable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's, it's very difficult to find a good dom. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like I said, it goes back to maybe it's the fact that, you know, we're women and we're more maternal when mm -hmm. it comes to a lot of scenes, you know, to specific people. But, um, you know, I know I could be a hardcore bitch, and I can do it rough, and, oh, yeah. you know, I can do everything up to castration, honestly. <laughs> I, castration is not something I will ever do. But um, but this is also, you know, something we wouldn't do for an audience. Exactly. Like, this is something, like, I mean, I feel far more comfortable dominating in private. I I mean, I'll go, to, I'll go and do public scenes because that's where I happen to be at the moment, but I much prefer privacy. Absolutely, yeah. Because it's not, I mean, I because it, it's still intimacy. It's still intimacy, it's absolutely. Still intimacy. It's about connection. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So Raven. Yeah, so, so Raven watched the scene and this big black bull came in and, you know, he was very aggressive in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. and Like, you, do you mean aggressive like he was very demanding? No, aggressive as in, you know, he wants to... Uh, force Brie down on his cock, and she mm -hmm. enjoyed it. 
you know, she wants oh. to get her cock. Gosh, we all know that one where you, like, grab your head yeah. and just push your head down between their legs. Yeah. And, you know, bitches. <laughs> and she, you know, she likes it rough. Yeah. And he, again, you know, I, I didn't put things in perspective initially because I thought, you know, let him have a little taste of something different. You know, mm-hmm. that's... I'm all about pushing buttons. I'm pushing limp buttons, huh? No. Oh, God. <laughs> Can we say envelope? Yeah. <laughs> I feel all over all about pushing the envelope. I don't think that we made that dirty yet. <laughs> no, right. Um, but I'm pushing limits, pushing boundaries, yes. you know, getting somebody out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, bringing someone in who was a little more aggressive in that aspect would be beneficial to our little raven. But, however, that was not the case. And, and I found mid scene, he's like, oh no, oh don't hurt Pre, don't do that, you know. <laughs> and here she was gagging on cock with a little baby bird. bird. <laughs> right? And she looked over and she's like, I'm fine, I'm just trying to suck cock. <laughs> At least now she should know how it feels. Oh, yeah. You know, like, this is what it's like when you're interrupting the scene with, are you right, okay? Right? See how frustrated you are right Exactly. Now? Exactly. Well, I'm going to tell you a really funny story about Brie. And this okay. is something that, you know, this we, we've not thought about this before. And it came to me with the very, you know, idea of a, a cock being forced on her throat. Mm-hmm. So, if you recall, when we had the other podcast, how... Uh, Daddy Nico yes. had said, you know, I discipline, you know, chassis. Yes. yes. And so that goes back to the relationship that Bree and I had at that dynamic, at that point in our, uh, in our uh, DS relationship was that was she misbehaved? There was a specific time where she spoke out of turn. She was very vocal and she embarrassed herself when we had a group of friends over and the lifestyle. And so I looked at her and she knew that look. She's she's like, I'm in trouble, aren't I? I said, bitch, you have no fucking clue how much trouble you're in. And she's like, oh shit. Mm. When, When I unleash my wrath, be prepared. Oh boy. Honestly, there was a time where she was so bad that I actually handcuffed her to the box Mm -hmm. for like a good eight hours and it face down, face down, face down, put a diaper on her. I was like, you know what? You need to stay here and think exactly what happened, exactly what you did. This is your punishment. So when I come in, you know, it would be more of a pleasure for her if I were to beat the crap out of her, Mm -hmm. you know, however I didn't, I made her, you know, stay isolated Mm -hmm. and made her really think. And she actually took a picture of the tears on the box because she cried for a couple of hours. But uh, <laughs> that's a different story, different episode. Oh my uh, <laughs> the things we do in this lifestyle. Oh, yeah. um, but this time, this this little story was interesting because she had acted out, and I was like, you know what? It's been a while since you've gotten really fucked hardcore. And she's like, oh, was that my punishment? You know, being facetious. Oh. And I was like, oh, bitch, please. <laughs> Let, let's let's start on that. She had no idea what I had in store for her because um, I had actually handcuffed her to the spank bench. Mm-hmm. And I had this lovely gentleman who I met from a swingers date site. Mm-hmm. And him and his wife swing, they've been in the lifestyle a long time. And when he told me that he had an 11 inch cock, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know. Um, 
I was impressed. I mean, you know, what woman isn't impressed with the, you know, beautiful cop, right? Mm, some are just a work of art. Right? And, mm. and he, this man is gorgeous. Mm. This man, uh, you know, he's probably 50 years old, but he's built like a brick shit house, and right. he's got this amazing cock that should be molded and put on display. Nice. You know? So he came over. He never met Bree, and I said to him, I said, you know, I know you haven't been into a dungeon. This is a different type of scene, but, you know, we're, we're lifestylers, um, and she needs to get fucked. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm glad to do it. You know, <laughs> I'm happy to do this. So um, I basically had Bree take her panties off and um, I had her wear her little little tank top with her little uh, bra and everything else. But basically her ass and, and her cock was exposed. Mm-hmm. And so he came in and he fucked her mouth and she had no idea how hung this guy was. Wow. Flaccid, it was even impressive, you know. Mm. And she thought flaccid, he was hard because she's blindfolded at this point. Yeah. And I said, Bitch, this is the kind of punishment I serve. He's literally going to fuck the shit out of you. And even if you cry mercy, even if you say your safe word, it's not going to happen. Like, I'm ignoring whatever you say. Mm-hmm. And she's like, <sighs> You know, she's panicked at this point. <laughs> and so her safe word is a food that she hates is onion. She hates onions. And so her safe word is onion, and it's fucking hilarious at this thought, at this point. So anyway, so he fucks her on the spank bench, and she keeps putting her hand, or trying to put her hand back. And, uh, you know, she's handcuffed at this point, but she's waving her hand like, you know, mercy, mercy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, onion, onion. And I'm like, you know what? I don't, I really don't hear anything. Do you hear anything? Now, this man, I call him either the great white snake <laughs> or anaconda. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, his cock is a beast. It's beautiful. So he's like, you know, I'm going to try a different position. So we moved things out, and I had brought in a, um, a mattress, and I just put it on the floor. Because every now and then I'd put a mattress on the floor and chain Brie up to the floor mm-hmm. um, when she misbehaved, obviously. Of course. So <laughs> the things you do. Of course. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I had brought the mattress in early on, and, um, you know, Brie's like, Mistress, can, can I say something? And I said, what do you want to say? She's like, well, I'm really sorry. I said, no, I, I don't hear apologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, can I at least get on top? I said, mm, no. That's too much like a reward. It's too much of a reward. And the fact of it is she wanted to try to control mm-hmm. how deep you put it in. Yeah. And I said, no. You know, in fact, I'm going to put a ball gag on you. You're mm-hmm. going to put your hands behind your back. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get fucked however I choose. So... You know, at this point in time, we just kind of cuffed her to the floor, mm-hmm. and we put on um, straps and shackles from her hands to her feet. Mm-hmm. So he was fucking her hog tie, basically. Okay. And uh, yeah, and you know, she's she's pouring sweat. She's got saliva running down her throat. I mean, he gagged her repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, you know. <laughs> What do you tell the anaconda? She's like, I'll do whatever you want. (laughs) I said, do you know why I'm punishing you? She's like, yes, I know. (laughs) 
basically fucked her relentlessly for three hours. And he told me later on, he's like, that is the best fun I've ever had. Of like, course. ever had. Yeah. He said, you know, I've had female subs. He said, I've never fucked a transgender woman. Mm-hmm. He's like, that was fucking amazing. <laughs> I said, oh, I know. It's great. It's great fun, you know? Yeah. And we do want to say, you know, for, for our listeners out there, um, while there are times we will say dis- we disregard the safe word, it's only in certain situations. It's only with people we know really, really well and with people who have um, long-standing relationships Absolutely. with us. It's, there's, we can disregard safe words because of the inherent trust that's already there. Absolutely. If you're just getting started... That's not the t- that's not the way to go. No. You need to, you need to communicate. You need to be able to use the safe word until you get to a point where it's not necessary. Absolutely, or where you get disregarded. It's that old adage: you have to know the rules before you can break them. Absolutely. So and, I just wanted to throw that out. Yeah, and you know, keep in mind, you know, Bree's been in the lifestyle for twenty five years. Exactly. You know, I've been in the lifestyle for almost twenty five years, and the simple fact is, she likes. Degradation. Yeah. She likes humiliation. Oh, yeah. And after it's all said and done, the fact of it is she deep down enjoyed it. Yeah, of course. You know, and the whole, it's the whole concept of the role play. It's, it's everything. It's the mm-hmm. scene. And so after the fact, you know, she's like, you know, that was fucking fun. Yeah. She loved to feel used. Oh, she, yeah. She loves that. Oh, I know. She loves to feel used and abused. Quite literally. And so, yeah, so, so the simple so, fact of it is, when I muffled her by putting the ball gag on, she couldn't speak. She couldn't say onion. Mm-hmm. She wanted to, and she looked at me and kept going, oh, onion, you know, tried to. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, she loved it. Yeah. You know, and that's what it is. Exactly. But would I do that with someone else? No. 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 It's, yeah. Now, we have, a, I mean, you have plenty of stories regarding the four years that, that Brie was your, your personal sub. You told me something about a cantaloupe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, we were lucky to get this on video. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) So, Wendy was was soon to move. Wendy is a very good sub of mine, one of my oldest subs, and a dear friend of mine. And so, for about two weeks straight, Wendy, a Mm cross-dresser, he would come over and we would do scenes, him and Bree and I. We did scenes, we recorded it. I mean, we did everything that we tried to pack in for two weeks before he was to move. Mm-hmm. And so one night I was like, you know, we're gonna be really creative. Um, I said, you, you're gonna film this for me. Mm-hmm. And I said, I really want a close up of this. So for Brie, she never really likes to use her penis for penetration. No, in fact, with, with- a lot any, of subs, with, with right? any, well, no, with any trans woman, they want to be treated with with the idea that their penis doesn't exist. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's for most. I wouldn't even categorize it, you know, to mm-hmm. say specific. But you know, because people again, they might be like, "Oh no, I'm a transgender and I like to use my penis." I, I, I have to edit that <laughs> say in my experience and in my conversation. There you go. With certain trans women that. They much prefer that you pretend their penis doesn't exist. That's just been the, the, women, I, the women I've spoken to. Exactly. So let me just isolate that. And again, I've told Honey, she's like, you know, I don't ever want to offend anybody. And I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> if we offend you, that's fine. Don't listen. 
You know, we we might offend somebody, but again, yeah. I don't care. No one knows us in this aspect. <laughs> when we're here, we're telling our stories. It's from our experiences, so it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Brie. Um, and the cantaloupe. And the cantaloupe. <laughs> Brie has no interest in fucking a woman necessarily. And honestly, she can't do much with her little button. So. <laughs> can't handle it. Did you just snort a little bit? <laughs> just a little. <laughs> so what's worse, you know, to, to degrade your sub? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, humiliate your sub? Absolutely. So I told Wendy, I said, I want you to film this, okay? Because Brie rarely uses her penis, and I think this would be just a perfect opportunity to, to film this. It's great. So I got this cantaloupe. I cut a hole in it. I was like, um, you know, she's already, she already got shackles. She's on the box. Okay. You know, she's dressed. This is so bad. Now I'm Catholic, but I will say this. She was dressed in a latex nun costume. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, she likes to push the boundaries. It was fun. Yeah. You know, that's all it is. Maybe God has a sense of humor about it. Maybe he's going <laughs> to condemn me later. I hope not. I love Jesus. <laughs> well, I, my degree is in religion. If we want to have this discussion, we can. Right? I think I'd rather hear about the candlelight. You know, that's kind of, it's funny. It's yeah. funny. That's all it is, right? It's just a scene. Just a scene. It's just a fantasy. Right? That's all it is. Um, Explored safely. Right? That's all. Even though Bree really did fuck a priest. Wow. Yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> so, needless, not this is before I met her. Okay. This is before I met her. I would never set that up. <laughs> I would no, know. we would never. No, I'd never set that up. I'd be like, oh we, my god, we no. don't know. We, we we never break a vow. No, not that. <laughs> we don't break vows. No, no, no. <laughs> so, anywho, so Brie is dressed in this this whole latex non uniform. Like there's yes. a like there's the headpiece too. There's a headpiece too. Uh, there's pictures on my fat. You got it. Okay. You can go I'm back. Gonna and to, see. I'm gonna have to go all the way. Yeah, you go back. Go back because okay. this is like four years ago. It's oh fucking hilarious. <laughs> So anyway, she's on the box. She's shackled to the box. Mm-hmm. I took her out of her handcuffs. I said, look, I had a blindfold on. And what I did was I put the cantaloupe in front of her. I said, expose your, expose your little button. And she, she pulls it out. Sorry, guys. I have no self-control right oh, now. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so she's like, okay. So she did that. And so I said, okay, take your blindfold off. And she's like... What do you want me to do? And I said, I want you to fuck that melon. (laughs) (laughs) I was just with her little, it's a little two inch. Yeah, well, you know, what's interesting though is the more aroused she got, because I let her use the massager. Okay. Um, So she had a lot of, uh, I should say, clitoral stimulation. (laughs) Because we'll just call it a clit. Might as well. Might as well. Um, but it got to be about four inches at that point. Okay, I, you okay. know, so erect it got to be four inches. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that can be that can be enough, right? Yeah. With the right moves, exactly. I said, so you know, just stroke your cock a little bit, stroke your button, and uh, <laughs> needless to say, I filled the cantaloupe with with lube. 
Okay. So okay, now you have to set a scene for me here with the with the cantaloupe. Is, yeah. it, is it just like a drilled hole in there and then you put lube in it? No, I cut it out. Okay. I cut the hole. Okay. I cut a very small hole, too, okay. enough to just accommodate her size. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, there wasn't a lot of juice at the very top. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more, you know, the core and the seeds are in the center. Mm-hmm. So about the first two, three inches, there's really nothing. But I went ahead and took out a little bit of seed, just a little bit of juice, mm-hmm. and then I filled it up with probably about a quarter cup of lube. So, with all that being said, I said, I want you to fuck that melon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're recording this, and she's like, wow. You know, she's thinking a little bit of degradation. She fucking loves it. Mm -hmm. So, she gets rock hard at this point, and she handles that cantaloupe, and she starts fucking the cantaloupe. And she's and she's chained to the box. She, her feet, her feet and ankles, okay. yeah, are chained to the box. But she's on her knees. Okay. And she's like, like she would if she were fucking an actual woman from behind. Okay. Kind of deal. All right. But instead, she's got this little melon. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And honey's doing the demonstration. Yeah, I'm doing, yeah. She's doing the gyrating, you know. <laughs> So I told Brie, I'm like, pretend it's a mouth. Fuck that melon. <laughs> and she was like putting it there and she just started rocking it and she's obviously fucking this melon. And so she ends up doing it for like 10, 15 minutes and Wendy's doing close-ups of it. We've got music playing. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking hilarious. You know, the whole time I was just like, you know, you're my fucking bitch. Do as you're fucking told. You know, I'm just talking to her over and over again, just relentless, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get it fucking hard. Get it hard. Do it. Do it, you know. And um, needless to say, at the end, I was just like, yeah, fuck that melon, you fucking bitch. Yes. And she fucked it. And as she's fucking it, all of a sudden, she came and the seeds popped out. <laughs> And it just went, kind of exploded out. Like, the fucking cantaloupe came all on its own. And it was just like, and she got off. The cantaloupe got off. You know, we got this on video. And she later goes back and makes a song and dubs it over with what I was saying during that that whole scene. That whole session, that's what she was doing. It was great. It was classic. You, we could not go back and replay that, like, like for real, to try to re- redo it no, at all. I, that's, and I'm, I'm gonna need to see this video. I'm just like, you're gonna have to see I'm this video. I'm gonna have to see the video. It's great. That sounds awesome. It's fucking, and this whole cantaloupe fucking came and exploded, <laughs> and she was like covered in seeds. Oh my and god! It was great. That's it was, awesome. it was phenomenal. It was great. <laughs> So that's my fruit story for that's the day. That's fruit story. <laughs> and I wanted to make, kind of makes me wonder if Brie, you know, just gets a little bit aroused every time she sees a fruit salad. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, the things that we've done with fruits and vegetables oh my in gosh. that dungeon, there's so many more stories. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but friends, you know, this is, you know, you've heard so many stories about Brie in previous episodes and and what you know what she's been made to do what she's willing to do just how submissive she's willing to be and um so we thought it was just kind of a good idea to put those favorite stories together and um you know give a little bit of appreciation um but uh 
that's 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 Bree. She's extreme, and we'll have more very st- extreme, and, we'll, yeah. and we will have more. Um, in fact, far more extreme stories in a later episode when we talk about extreme BDSM. Absolutely. So you haven't heard the last of Bree, and um, so hold on before you sign off. Was there any other stories that we? <laughs> We that talked was, about well. That was all. The, that was all the stories I had on my list. Okay. Was there was there another one that popped up in your mind? No, no. I, I you know, I'm going to save those for our, for, for our, the extreme BDSM for extreme BDSM because there's some that yeah. is just kind of mind blowing. Yeah, because some of these guys, I mean, some of these friends, you know, this this is this these are the more lighter Brie stories, and it does get extreme, and because our friend Brie is definitely into hardcore extreme play. Absolutely. To the point where, you know, it, where for anyone else, it, even for her, it, sometimes it goes into a line of danger that we don't, that that we don't go into very often. Absolutely. So, but I will say before you say goodbye and mm-hmm. do our closing, I will say that, you know, we've talked about, you know, doing our personals with, mm-hmm. with different episodes. Yeah. So for this episode i do want to make personals for brie okay okay so set it up (laughs) (laughs) love you honey you're you're so great (laughs) so um brie likes men that look like uh like lumberjack you know you know kind of like bearded hairy men um she is very versatile she's not about looks at all she doesn't want men that like to cross-dress. She wants a man's man. Like, no man in panties. That mm-hmm. is a complete turn-off for her. Um, she would love to some, find someone she could go to dinner with. She could, um, you know, just have a good relationship with. And that's something she's longed for for a very long time. And, uh, you know, in the past, she even had a good experience to where she was with a couple. So if there's a couple that, you know, is anywhere from 45 to 55 um, that want a transgender female in a, you know, a throuple relationship, Mm -hmm. she's good with that. She actually had one for, I think, two or three years, and it was pretty successful. Um, But if not, like I said, I think she's pretty versatile to to even date a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously not being able to use her, her penis... Um, is one of those factors that would have to be, you know, regarded, obviously. Does she need a dominant woman? She needs a dominant woman, absolutely. She cannot be a sub. um, She cannot be be with a submissive. Yeah, she she has to be a sub. Yeah. Um, But that's really the fact with Brie is that she needs either dominant male, dominant female, or dominant couple. Mm -hmm. I know the dominant couple she was with, you know, she was... A sub to him during during the day mm-hmm. while the wife was at work, and when the wife came home, she did whatever that wife wanted, mm-hmm. and was very submissive to her. And the three of them would sleep in a one big bed together at night, mm. and she would service them both. So that was a great relationship for them. It's wonderful. Hopefully, we can get a repeat for her. Absolutely. And and one other thing, if I can say this, that. There's been so many listeners that have reached out to Honey and to I, and that they have been so kind 
And they've been so complimentary of everything we've done. They've mm-hmm. said, you know, honey and I have this great chemistry and, oh, yeah. you know, they love our voices and they <laughs> love our interactions. And I even had one listener, she wrote me on FET and she's like, you know, Mia, you have such a beautiful laugh and you and honey have this great dynamic and everything else. And we just love the compliments. It's we just do. so kind. It's so nice. And we love you all for listening. So we do. And we're just, we are, again, we're just so glad that you find pleasure and humor in our crazy lives. <laughs> it is crazy. <laughs> we, we are happy to share with you all. I mean, guys, this is how we talk on a regular basis. The way we're talking now, we would talk without a, without a microphone. Absolutely. This is just, I mean, you were listening into part of our day. And uh, we are we are happy to have you. We love your we love your compliments. We we love your questions. In fact, if an episode strikes a question in your mind, please feel free to email me, mistress a sweet mistress honey at gmail.com with the title podcast question. We love getting questions from listeners and being able to answer them. We will. Uh, we will um, bring up your question anonymously, and I personally will reach out to you when I know your question is being aired, so you can hear the answer. So don't feel, don't, you know, don't hesitate to email me. Um, you can also get to our emails and our websites by using uh, com. We are there as well. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you in a couple of days.